Hi, I'm Pablo. And I'm Paul. Welcome to Scared Gay. A horror movie podcast with a gay agenda. Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Scared Gay's 31 Days of Horror, our ultimate list of horror films to watch every day in October leading up to Halloween, with a special shout-out to the one, the only, Alex Perry for... I part of me would say bullying us into making this list, but you can't bully the willing. <laughs> I I would say bullying might be bullying. I think is pretty accurate. Manipulate is also really good. But hey, it's helpful, listeners. We're surprising you with a special bone me. I mean bone us ah. bone bonus episode bone us episode. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. This oh. is a that we have scoured the internet for horror films because oh. we know absolutely nothing about horror films here <laughs> at Scared Gay. <laughs> I actually think it's a funny story. He essentially told all of his coworkers and his friends, like my friends are creating a 31 Days of Horror movie list, and then called us and he was like, "I was in a meeting. I just told everyone you're going to do it, so you need to do it." And we were like, "Oh, let's do it. This is great." <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, listeners, this is a list uh, for each day of October. We have a suggested movie for you to watch. Pablo and I came up with this list together. So, this is the official Scared Gay official. list. Branded. You don't have to watch it in in any particular order. We just have it laid out what we think, what we want, and how we just want to say it. No particular order, but watch it every day. Watch totally. a movie every day. Totally. And we'll we'll give a little bit more background on kind of why we chose some of these movies, uh, but not all, because we want this to be a quick episode. Uh, we normally have, you know, nine hour episodes. This one will hopefully not be that long. Only eight hours instead of nine. <laughs> Take it away, Paul. What's the first one? All right. Surprise, surprise. But we could not get away without having this really be the first one that we talk about. But my personal favorite scary movie next to screen, Halloween. This is the original 1978 classic. I I really just, this horror movie is the beginning of a lot of people's horror movie journeys or their passion for horror. And it is just, for me, it's a perfect film. Very scary, right in the theme. Just that that opening scene of like when, you know, Michael Myers is walking around the house as a little kid. It's just perfection all the way through to Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm with you on that one. This is the horror film to watch during October because it is about Halloween. It is about October. Like how we come on, like you have to, it's <laughs> tradition. Oh my God. Right. And number two on our list is we're keeping it in the family. This is Halloween four. <laughs> Jamie Lloyd just got to say, it's a not very popular sequel, but I fucking love Halloween. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's watch it, right? <laughs> um, right? Number three on the list, the original 1974 cannibal classic, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a horror movie powerhouse. You cannot talk about horror without this film. And who knows, listeners, depending on when you listen to this, there might be... Hmm. Uh, a particular episode on the horizon. When 
Saturn is in retrograde. Oh, shut that up. Means, <laughs> you know. That means <laughs> my ass is chapped hearing <laughs> that. Up. All, right, All right. Number four. The Sexorcist. I mean, The Exorcist. Oh, yes. Also a recent not- episode of ours. A heavy, we just just knocked it out of the park with a bunch of heavy hitters. <laughs> Number five, Hell House LLC. We have to do this film. I mean, come on. This is a film about haunted houses. Not haunted houses like, you know, Amityville Horror. This is like the business of creating a spook house. And this movie is fucking terrifying. I love the found footage of it all. I love the fucking weird clown of it all. I love the what the fuck is happening of it all. This film is a film when you watch with the lights turned off in your house, you're going to be like, who the fuck just walked into the house? And it's going to be like your mom or your partner or your cat. You know, it's going to be something, but it is going to (laughs) make you paranoid. It is so good. This movie is so scary. It is really scary. I loved it. Even though I did tell my friend Sarah, so Sarah, if you're listening, don't think I forgot that you were like, eh, it's all right. Not everyone can have good taste, Paul. It just happens, right? It just happens. Everyone else I know is like, this movie's brilliant, because it is it's on the list. All right, number six, Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah, a new film. Love it. Number seven. Paul's number one favorite film of all time, 1996 genius classic, Scream. You can't, you can't go Halloween month without Um, watching Scream. It just doesn't feel right. Exactly. Especially since we're back in Scream popularity now. So, yes. All right. Number eight. The Nicole Kidman classic, The Others. But I am your daughter. <laughs> make sure you to go see. Make sure you go see it in an AMC because ah! <laughs> because terror feels different here. <laughs> because here, terror are I don't know. I just the way she says "are" at the end always weirds me out. Oh my god! All right, number nine. Trick or treat, trick or treat, the horror anthology. This mm. one is such a good fucking film and so like, fun. It's so fun. It was such a sleeper hit. It was Anna Paquit, the whole the whole fucking cast. It is a must see, especially if you really like the anthology anthology films each story is so well crafted and then there's a really cool through line and it just feels it gives you very much that kind of like adult halloween town vibe mm. yeah yeah it yeah you're right it's very much like goosebumps but for adults a halloween town but now has matured for adults it's a fun fucking romp it is a fun damn film with baby and a Paquin, but I mean like still a sexy adult, but baby sexy adult and a Paquin. <laughs> baby sexy. Oh God. That's like your fucking calling card. <laughs> baby sexy. I'm baby sexy and a Paquin. I'm baby sexy I'm a Pablo. Baby sexy baby and a Paquin. Uh, there okay. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 10, Friday the 13th part Three. 
We wanted to put one of the Friday the 13th on the yeah. list. And like there are a couple of them that are really good. But I think, honestly, your kind of safest bet is this one or number four. Um, I agree. I agree. This is uh, the one that feels like what you think of when you think of Friday the 13th. Although I will say my favorite, I think, is it's either this one or part six. Part six is really fucking good. Yeah. But, but this is true... Early-ish 80s. I was actually just at the river this weekend uh, in in Guerneville, Russian River area, and we were kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And at night we we were staying at this Airbnb that was on a dock that had a dock on the river. And the whole time I was like feeling like I'm having Friday the 13th vibes. It's so good. Yeah. Number 11, back to the 80s, 1984, with a nightmare on Elm Street. One of the iconic horror villains, Freddy Krueger, Fred Krueger. We just have to. You have to watch this film. You can't get through Halloween without without Freddy. No, no. And next, number 12, Drag Me to Hell. Just a fun fucking film. And then number 13, I've actually never seen this one. Pablo, what is it? Terrified. Not Terrifier, which is great, but terrified aterrados as it's called in spanish it is an argentinian film it is from like 2018 2017 around there so fucking terrifying about a haunted neighborhood and i know that sounds cheesy but when you kind of go and you like watch the film it is so fucking spooky And it kind of tells like three different stories at once. And then they converge together at one point. And it's just balls to the wall, spooky, a little bonkers. There's a lot of like crazy imagery. Such a great fucking film. And it's one of those where I'm like, I just part of this list. Also, we just want to introduce you to some films that maybe you haven't seen or heard of. But all you shudder you know, uh, uh, fans and Shutter subscribers. It's on Shutter, but you can also get it like streaming on uh, everywhere else. But it is highly recommended. It's a great Halloween film. Amazing, right? I cannot wait to. I can't wait to see it. You'll I'm gonna it. watch it for the first time. Yeah. All right, number fourteen. This is not a movie I have seen for the first time, and I know it's one of your absolute favorites. Oh yeah, we have the Return of the Living Dead. So punk rock, so fucking fun. Brains! You have to have it. <laughs> now we're going classic here. All right, with our number 15 entry, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Ooh! N- not the 1999 version no. with Vince Vaughn and, and Ash. Nope. <laughs> God rest her soul. But uh, it's the original Psycho. So fucking good. So classic. Gotta see it. Oh, yeah. It's so great. Number 16, Train to Busan. Oh, fun. This is like a fun zombie adventure Korean horror film. One of the best zombie films that have come out in a very long time. I absolutely love it. And it's and it's so heartbreaking, too. It is. It's so heartbreaking. It's, it takes you on a bunch of emotional journeys. You love it. Number 17 is the horror film to set the mood for all haunted house horror films, The Haunting, nineteen sixty three, not the nineteen ninety nine version. No, Again, no, the original. <laughs> Again, 
we are referring to originals, not remakes that happened in 1999. (laughs) No, no. And this is Ronnie's favorite film. Yes, Ronnie Carrier uh, was on this episode. The Haunting is just, it's such a classic and really does set the tone. For Haunted House films, there's also queerness in it and it is just it, it's a movie you you really have to watch this is definitely something i ronnie really got me started to making it yeah. more of a tradition of watching yeah. it every halloween so good all right our number 18 entry is i would say like a new classic a classic in the making the autopsy of jane doe such a tense film and it's a mystery film as well so you're kind of trying to figure out with the characters what's going on Ugh, so good completely agree number 19 the blair witch project mm. it's just it, it, like uh it's it's by certain standards yes it can be a little boring uh to certain audiences but not i don't find it boring but i can see how certain people who didn't necessarily maybe there's the nostalgia factor that that I have with it, I still find it terrifying, but I can understand and appreciate why people seeing it today with where found footage has gone, mm-hmm. they they just don't really get the full impact of it. But if you're if you're watching it at home, lights off, guaranteed, it will fucking scare you. So good. And very few found footage films have been able to replicate what the Blair Witch Project did on its own right Mm -hmm. and that's what makes the Blair Witch Project such a genius fucking film and such a scary watch (laughs) when you're when you're but like all of these watch well for most of them you can watch it with friends but with the lights off our number 20 film is perfect after this weekend in San Francisco our Folsom Street weekend we have on the list 1987 Clive Barker's amazing Ode to queer kink communities, Hellraiser. Fucking love this film. <laughs> I love it. And it's so, it just stands in its own genre. The even. practical effects are what really just fucking sell this damn film. The practical effects, it's so good. 100%. Number 21, mm-hmm. a recent release, Evil Dead Rise. What a fun fucking film. Honestly, such a fun film. This film kind of came out of nowhere, um, you know, because we weren't really talking about the Evil Dead series a lot. Then this film came out and, you know, being as that it's part of a franchise, there's a lot, there was a lot of like, oh, is it going to be good? Holy shit. This film is like a fuck. I don't use this a lot because I think it's overused, but I'll say it. A roller coaster ride I couldn't turn away from. You have, (laughs) it is fucking gory as fuck. It is weird. It is rock and roll. It is just balls to wall, nuts to butts, chaos in the best way. It really just captures like the original Evil Dead, just like that type of like vibe but just makes it much more modern and queer non-binary character non-binary characters represented so you have to love it and it's fucking awesome i love that you use the term nuts to butts (laughs) i just it's on brand just happened yeah (laughs) 
All right. Number 22, a very common Halloween costume that I've seen throughout the years, but none other than our favorite prom queen, Carrie. Did you see someone has created a shirt that's it's everything is Carrie, but it's Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City, but just like superimposed with blood all over her. (laughs) That was like a fucking dope. No, Carrie's great. Brilliant. And then. We are number 23, great horror film from the 80s, queer representation, vampire representation, Fright Night. This is a fun film. It's so fun and so gay. And it is like, we had to have a a vampire movie. Maybe it's not the only vampire movie, but I mean, it's just, it's such a good one. And as we're going through this list, I am like, already plotting in my head and i know you're doing the exact same of like okay when are we gonna do this yeah we're gonna do an episode on this one and fright nights definitely oh definitely 100%. one we have to we have to well, tackle you came with me to go watch it when peaches christ presented it like yeah and it was so much fun so it much was fun. so much fun um our number 24 film is square in that french new extremity horror film from the 2000s alexandra aja's high tension it is his film that really encapsulates who he was as a filmmaker it is queer it is fucking relentlessly violent it is insane and that is something to also enjoy right it is not extreme like a serbian film but it is just a fucking like bloodbath through and through what an intense film but a fun fucking film it's so good now flipping gears uh kind of the exact total opposite spectrum <laughs> of high tension true to my little millennial heart had to put it on here it's all a bunch of hocus pocus <laughs> oh, i love hocus pocus Anyone born, any millennial is going to love it. But also, yeah. we do know after we did an episode on it featuring my nephew that so cute. younger generations still still love this movie. It's just a movie that stands the test of time. And it's just so, it's just so fun for the family. It is. This is a, you know, I love horror. And it's great to watch horror, but every once in a while, you need a little bit of a palate cleanser without completely just throwing it all out the window. And this is horror adjacent. This is entry-level horror. This is all that great stuff that you can still just kind of enjoy, right? Like, enjoy if you're in the spirit of Halloween, the spirit of, you know, October, perfect film for that, right? After watching, you know, heads get ripped ripped off and blood everywhere. You can watch Three Divas slay brooms. Get it, girl. Right. All right, number 26. A film that has garnered quite the cult classic. It is a ridiculous film, but in its ridiculousness, it has a soft spot in my heart. I know in yours and almost everyone I've ever talked to, 13 Ghosts. It is plot holes up the wazoo it actually just ends up feeling like a music video of introductions (laughs) and you're just like i didn't realize i fucking needed this this is great it is so fun um the acting is over the top 
Um, but and when uh, we have like Matthew Lillard, we have Shannon yes. Elizabeth. Like it's it's we so have good. Monk. What what what's his name? I know the guy who plays Monk. I uh, I'm blanking on his name, but it's so good. One of the best things about this movie is actually something that's not in the movie. It's actually a featurette, which goes over the backstories of yes. all 13 ghosts. <laughs> oh my God. I, you know, I, I, I've been saying, and I, I heard rumblings about five years ago where people were like, um, Netflix should make an original series on the 13 ghosts and just 13, you know, and then every, like every episode is, um, like a flesh out episode on each ghost. That would be really That's interesting. Some of those ghosts have more interesting backstories than others. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I can imagine, but you know, people can figure out how to make it really fucking cool and entertaining. Totally. But thirteen ghosts, come on, this is the most like Y two K movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number twenty seven. The Fog. Again, another John Carpenter classic. We have Miss Jamie Lee Curtis back in the house. And I personally love it for a few different reasons. I actually really like that it's set in Northern California, not too far from where we are. That's something I've always enjoyed. But it's also, it's just such a good, like, like campfire kind of horror story. I and like ghost ghost story is kind of what what the, the word that I'm looking for. And I think it's so much fun. No, it's it, it's great. And it has Adrian Barbeau. It's just it's it's such a good film. Um, 28. This film, when I first saw this film, I was like, this is fucking crazy. It is a fucking um like HP Lovecraftian body horror called The Void weird fucking creature feature creatures are fucking intense go watch it amazing number 29 we have bram stoker's dracula Mm. now this is the one with keanu reeves and winona Ryder, gary oldman the best one it is so good accent (laughs) we it's almost better than point break (laughs) (laughs) but no this movie like we cannot cannot have this list without a classic uh monster on here we have to have dracula on here i think it is the best dracula movie out there come at me but it's also it's also nice because it's it's really a love story i absolutely love this and yeah no it's 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 beautiful it's really good it's one of those movies where i was i was obsessed with it from a very very young age same same and how the fuck did my parents let me watch this fucking movie? It's where so sexual. It's so it's graphic, graphically sexual. Well, you know, I'm I'm with you in it. Like, I think this is the best, you know, Dracula depiction. And two things: haters come at me, bro. Gary Oldman as Dracula, come in me, bro. Oh, so and as that werewolf, as someone who's married to a very hirsute man, I like the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. 30. This is a movie that is this is a sequel, which is technically a prequel, but it's better than the first one. Ouija so much. origin of evil. It is actually a very good Film, a surprisingly good film. It is so much better than the original, <laughs> right? 
it's Mike Flanagan, right? Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. so. Yeah, Mike Flanagan he has his whole his wife is in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's so good. Henry Thomas is in it as well. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's cool. It's very to me. It reminds me a lot in in the sense of like how they do some of the creature design and how they kind of spook you around. It's 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 somewhat similar to like Terrified. Um, and then yeah, and then last but definitely not least, this is a film that really encapsulates scared gay. The things that we <laughs> love, the things that we go for. This is a film that has a lot of horror elements, a lot of camp. It's local, and you know one of our dear friends created the film, made the film, friend of the podcast. She's been on the podcast. So for thirty-one out of thirty-one, Peaches Christ's original horror film, all about evil. It is just. It is a. This is a film that is a love letter to horror films. So for all the weirdos, the queerdos. The faggots, the everything, who are queer, who are horror fans, this film truly speaks to you. I mean, Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, is in it. This has Thomas Decker. It has, um, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> the main character, Natasha Leone. Natasha, Natasha Leone. Leone. Thank you. Sorry. Yes, Natasha Leone. About a f- fanatic horror movie fan who's doing everything in their power to create their own horror film. It also has, you know, Peaches Christ is it. One of my favorite scenes in this is when they're like, you're Peaches Christ? Yes, I am. Oh, my God, you're so pretty. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I thought that was so good. But yes, it is such such a good movie that has to be on your list this October. Yes, 100%. So good. Amazing. Well, that's it. That's our 31. Uh, listeners, write in. Tell us what are some of your 31s? What What did we miss on the list? What are you looking forward to watching? Uh, we will be watching along with you. Yeah. So, all right. Until next time, listeners, stay scared, stay safe, and maybe get a little gay. I'm Paul. I'm Pablo. And this has been our Bone Hiss episode. <laughs> oh, Scary thirty one films for the little babies to watch the films. Oh God! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! <laughs> Bye.